You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today we're going to talk some indie comic goodness. I mean, homie here is like a, a, a king of digital distribution, right? That, 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 that's his forte, but he also is an amazing comic book writer, creator. He has this dope project out, right? Called Halloween Team out right now. Let's spend that paper on it. It's pretty fire. One of the founders, one of the creators. He is a future star right here let me tell you it's gonna be shining bright in the skies of the comic book world let me introduce this future legend the one the only danny Verum, Wepa. how you doing kiddo <laughs> good good thank you so much for having me and that was uh quite an intro i feel like i'm about to have like a wrestling match right now <laughs> <laughs> are you ready then? are you that fired up to talk about yeah, we think? that's what i want baby let's do yeah. that let's do that all right bro <laughs> let's get into your story bro first of all before anything thank you thank you for for, for agreeing to come on to the show to talk about this you know dope book but as well as your journey and let's get into that all right so where are you originally from where you were you raised and what was your first taste of pop culture that you fell in love with? Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm originally from uh, a small town in Connecticut, Bloomfield, Connecticut. Um, Bloomfield. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, really small town. Um, so that definitely influences a lot of my, my writing. But um, I, uh, I now live in the L.A. area, so I've been here for uh, about 15 years now, which is crazy and hard to believe. But um, I grew up in this small town. You know, there weren't a lot of comic shops around. I would have to drive around to um, find one. And I, I'm from that generation, you know, sort of elder millennial that I really got into <laughs> comics around, like, the death of Superman and okay. Nightfall on the Batman side. And oh, I my God. In, uh, Can I blow your mind right now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Watch this. I, I got to as you saying that you are a Nightfall guy, Oh look yeah. what? Look what I have in my hands that I got over the course of the week. Oh, that's awesome. I think I have almost all of those from when I was a kid. Um, yeah, but man. I, but there oh, were certain okay. issues that would be hard to find, uh, especially sure growing up in like, a small <laughs> town. You know, I, I would miss certain issues, and I'd have to, like, go and backtrack and try and find them at different different places. So sometimes I would get, like, the incomplete story. Um, but how did you fall in love, though? What happened? How, how did you even discover? I mean, what was your first taste of the pop culture? Was it comics? Was it cartoons? Was it a video game? Oh, man. I've always been just a giant pop culture nerd. Like, I was the kid who uh, would get the new issue of TV Guide and, like, program. He said TV Guide. Damn. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I would, like, program my Saturday morning cartoon viewing. Um, so I've always been that kid. Um, but I loved uh cartoons comic books everything movies so i've always been that you know, person you know what danny you made me think about about <laughs> that for a moment and you know what yeah. i was that kid too when i would get the newspaper <laughs> oh what's what time is what and when you know what i mean yeah and i would always look at the listings yeah man well, well sure. <laughs> there you go 
I love that. that, that, that that's <laughs> funny that we did the same thing there. All right. So, what, yeah. what, what, what was your jam, though? Um, man, I well, you know, Superman, Batman, DC Comics. That was always my big thing growing DC. up. So I've always someone been a said DC. I saw somebody <laughs> talking shit on Instagram talking about, oh, look at how many people I spoke to, and they all say Marvel. Where are the DC fans at? And your first yeah. words are <laughs> right here. Yeah, I grew up a big DC guy. I read all the DC comics that I could. Um, And I think, again, it goes back to like the death of Superman being the thing that uh, really got me into it at first. So I remember being at summer camp and, uh, you know, I was at like sleepaway camp and the counselors were into comics and every week they'd like go into town and bring back the new issue from the death of Superman and like reign of the Ooh. Superman. And we'd sort of pass it around with to all the kids and we all became addicted to it and like, couldn't wait for that next weekly comic and the, you know, that triangle era of Superman. And yeah, so man. that really got me into it. And then I went from there and started reading the flash and green lantern. And that kind of got me hooked for, for life on comics. So. Oh shit! There you go. Now, did you have a tribe? I mean, other than the sleepaway camp, did you have a tribe growing <laughs> up that was down with you and you nerd them, or were you that no. lone wolf in your town? <laughs> I did not really. I really didn't know a lot of people who were into comics, and it was sort of like I, you know, I'm old enough that when I was a kid, it was still kind of something you kept a little secret yeah. from, from <laughs> people. Right. Um, so I'm too many nerds the, in the closet, man. That, that was yeah, when nerd exactly. was in the closet, right? Uh, I'm jealous <laughs> of the kids now who are able to just be so, like, open, you know, wearing right? their comic book T-shirts around and stuff. And have debates at lunch about this stuff. I mean, back in the day, exactly. you know, man. Back in the day in my joint, you know, there was either a fight yeah. or somebody was rapping. There was no talking about, <laughs> you know. Yeah, if comic. you ever found that one person who was, like, also reading a comic, you would, it was like the secret society, you know. Yeah. Of, of An immediate guys. brotherhood, sisterhood, you know, exactly. camaraderie, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my uncle, I had an uncle, my uncle Jonathan, or I have an uncle who uh, is was really into comics too. And he also, like, in his childhood bedroom at my grandparents' house, he would have stacks of comics from when he was growing up that he would just take from, like, the barber shop you know, in the 60s, Just and he would have, like, <laughs> Iron Man number one and, like, all what? these comics that were, you know, these big issues that were just sort of lying around, um, and he wow. got them just randomly as a kid, and so eventually I would start getting into, like, his stacks of old comics and kind of going through them, too. Oh, nice. Check that out. See, yeah. man, influence. It, it helps a lot. Yeah, So, but... Uh, when I moved to LA, that was really eye-opening because how old I were you when that met, happened? Um, I was like 22 when I moved here. Okay. Um, and so I was out of college, and you know, I instantly met a lot of fellow sort of comic nerds, and there were so many comic shops. I started going to Comic Con every mm-hmm. year in San Diego, you know, uh, uh, WonderCon in Anaheim, and so I still get that like sense yep. of amazement when I go because I can't believe how many other people are out there that are into those same yeah. things that I grew up and, into. Right, comic it. So, exactly. <laughs> so I always appreciate how much comics and superheroes and all that stuff have kind of taken over pop culture because I remember growing up 
it was a little bit like something that you were a little secretly ashamed of in a way. Yeah, it's something you had to hide. Definitely, I come from that yeah. generation as well, where yeah, you know, it was a select few. We hid that in our book bags, and, and it, not during lunch, but rather during class. We'd be like, "Yo, what you got? We want to swap, you know, some books." Exactly. Yeah. yeah and everybody read each other's stuff. That's the way it was, man. It was tough yeah. on us. The but grind yeah, of, the, of the comics, comics man. That was my that was my jam. Awesome. All right. So, talk about when did the spark of creativity come into your life then? When did you that decide, was, yeah, I want to start doing this? And what was that learning curve like when you decided to actually? Uh, I think I've always been a creative person. You know, I used to draw a lot when I was a kid. And for a while, I wanted to be a comic book artist. You know, that was my, kind of my dream. Uh, and I realized at some point when I was older that I wasn't really, like, quite good enough to be a comic book artist. But I still love drawing. And actually, when I do writing... I often will just sketch out, you know, the characters and things like that. Um, but I always loved writing, drawing, being creative. Um, I would make my own little comic books when I was a kid. So I always had that. Um, uh, I used to make my own magazines. And look yeah. at me now with an online magazine, if you will. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to sit with, like, my, you know, action figures and draw, just sit and draw every one of them. You know, um, you know Ninja Turtles, stuff like that. So I always had that as part of my DNA, I think. I think I got it from my grandmother, who was also uh, a really good artist and, and a very creative person. So so when did you even start decide to do comics? When did this happen? What, 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 what was it? When did you decide to do it, though? And, and then how did you start building a team? Yeah. How did you figure it all out, going from fan to creator? Um, it was something I always wanted to do and thought about for a long time. But, you know, when I moved to L.A., my focus as a writer really became uh, film and TV scripts. And I spent a lot of time doing that and trying to sort of break into that world. Um, But in the back of my mind, (laughs) yeah, it's it's hard. It's easier said than done. Um, But, uh, you know, in the back of my mind that whole time, I thought about doing a comic and was kind of looking at how to do it. And. Eventually, uh, just a couple of years ago, I started getting more and more serious about it because I was like, you know what, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? And I had this TV script um, called Halloween Team. So it started out as a TV pilot. And I always thought it would make a really cool comic book, you know, even just everything from the name to the characters to the genre. Um, So... I started looking into it and like, how do I go about this? I found a great artist, uh, this guy, Matt Schultz, who's phenomenal. Um, how wait, can, yeah. Talk yeah. about that bromance there. How the hell did you find someone so extremely talented? Because folks, <laughs> um, I mean, this, yeah. this is the book right here, so you can see. Beautiful cover. But talk Thank about you. it because the art is fantastic throughout the book, dude. Uh, I got really lucky. I mean, uh, you know, I tried different forums and stuff like that to find an artist because I didn't know anyone personally who I thought would really be suitable. So on Facebook, there's a group called Connecting Comic Book Writers and Artists. And I posted there. I was very detailed in my post. You know, I said, this is the comic. This is like the kind of artist I'm looking for. Um, You know, here's generally what I'm looking to pay. Uh, per page so I was very upfront about everything I was looking for including like what I would I would be able to pay 
and I got a lot of responses. Um, some of them were sort of like spammy and didn't feel like I was talking to a real person. Um, but Matt Schultz, the artist that we eventually went with, um, you know, he was a, a great artist and was kind of the style I was looking for. And B just was really uh, affable when I talked to him and just seemed like he would be a great collaborator and someone I could bounce ideas off of and, you know, build the world together with him. So that made it kind of a no brainer that he was really the best of both worlds in that regard. And it is Ooh. interesting because his style, I really liked. It wasn't exactly what I originally pictured, but the more I. What were you picturing? Him, what were you picturing? Uh, I think in my head originally, I was thinking of stuff along the lines of like a Pia Guerra or someone like that who has that okay. more like minimalist style. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Matt has this very expressive, um, I would say a little more like cartoonish style. Oh, but yeah, I really, absolutely. I, I yeah. read this as a cartoon. I was like, mm -hmm. ooh, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's funny because the comic is a little bit more adult when you start getting into it. And it has some kind of adult themes to it, but there's also a lot of nostalgia and a lot of it is about contrasting childhood to adulthood. And so that sort of cartoonish style actually in a weird way fit with what I was doing the more I thought about it. You know, it's funny because some people ask like, oh, is this a kid's comic? And I can see where they see that maybe a little at first glance, but I think actually there's sort of layers to it of, the, the everything from the logo to the art has this sort of nostalgic Saturday morning cartoon type feel, but that's intentional because a lot of the comic is about, you know, looking back at childhood versus adulthood. So it's sort of through that lens. And I think it worked out really well with the art. So, so talk to me, man, you know, what is Halloween team? Let the folks know so they could start spending that money because folks, if you look below, in the show notes, right, there's a link to the Amazon store where you can buy this book and own your copy today. Trust you me, the kind of fan you want this. this. This is what comics is, yo, for real. So talk about the birth of the idea and, and this universe, the Baram verse, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, man, I would love there to be some kind of interconnected universe one day. But um, yeah, Halloween team, you know, the genesis of the idea was I'm sure a lot of you listening or watching also were a fan of this, but I grew up, you know, a big fan of the show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, and man. I don't know. Did you ever watch it? Yes, yes. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yes, yes. And that, that was, for me, was, like, yeah. a big gateway into, like, horror and spooky stories and stuff like that, along with some other things, like, you know, the scary stories to tell in the dark books, um, oh, things nice. like that. Um and I got something you know, for you, Martin. Though, have you watched that? Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities? Oh, it's on my list. I got. Ooh, ooh, I'm ooh. very excited. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. You're, if you're a horror fan, uh, yeah. you're making me feel that you are. You are going to love these. <laughs> like, well, Did you already watch it? I've been peeping these. Yeah, uh, slowly, nice. and I'm like, whoa, great. Yo, I love when they give opportunities to horror from throughout the world you know oh, yeah. so to, to see those different takes on what's horrific i mean they're doing a goddamn great job I yeah love i love guillermo del toro he's one of my favorite
director. Oh yeah, man. Writer, yeah. So. And I love yeah. he does this whole Hitchcock type joint where he actually opens the show. You know, old school, old school Hitchcock. You know, uh, Twilight yeah. Zone. You know, he intro uh, the show. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 I'm forgetting his name, but the guy who did uh, Mandy the movie, I heard he oh, has yes. an episode, and I can't wait to see that because um, I'm a few. A big fan of of that director too. So. Oh yeah, Mandy was fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, movie. so much great horror. You know, I gotta have you yeah. back just so we can just talk about horror movies. But, oh, but right totally, now we're yeah. talking about Halloween <laughs> team, though. That's the focus, yeah. folks. Before we keep deviating over here, going into rabbit holes on horror. But the focus is the amazing book of Danny and Matt um, out right now. So yeah. So again, the the origin of, of the of the birth of these characters and who they are in this universe yeah and so you know i thought a lot about you know i kept coming back to this idea of you know these kids on are you afraid of the dark that would gather you know every week in the woods and tell stories around a campfire um you know what would happen to them as adults and what if you know what was that like and and what if you added this other layer to it of um what if they didn't just tell scary stories but they actually solved mysteries and fought all kinds <laughs> of ghosts and goblins and monsters and vampires in their town that they lived in and had all these adventures as kids. And what would that be like, you know, 20 years later for them if they've gone their separate ways? And now in some cases, like with sort of the, the first character that we meet, Tommy, he's now sort of working this white collar kind of dull, boring job, office job. He's not living a life of adventure anymore. And what is that like when you're, you know, you had this crazy childhood filled with adventure and mystery, and now you're an adult working on Microsoft Excel all day. You know, what is that like? <laughs> and that, it, it, that, that's a horror story of its own. <laughs> exactly. That's its own horror story. And that's sort of where issue one opens. And... I think a lot of it comes back to thinking about this sort of like millennial generation that I'm a part of. And, you know, we were definitely that generation that was told when we were kids, like, you can do anything. You can be, you know, a writer, a director, the president, whatever yeah. it is. You can uh, the universe. Exactly. And will. then, you know, you end <laughs> up sort of maybe pursuing that, but then you end up, in an office job or doing something much more banal than you thought you would be. So you govern the universe of your cubicle. Exactly. <laughs> so that's sort of some of the genesis of it. And, you know, then of course there's a new mystery that brings them all together for this one more mm -hmm. adventure after these characters haven't seen each other in many years. And so this story is really about what happens when they reunite and what are their relationships like and what has happened to them. And it sort of sets up this mystery. Um, you know, some of them have uh, one of the characters, Casey, who you'll learn a lot more about in issues two and three. Um, she has gone off to New York uh, and sort of become this practitioner of magic and is sort of this very powerful you know, badass character now. Um, and there's sort of a whole backstory there of what happened to her. And so there's a lot of fun, like, character dynamics of, you know, what happened to this team and 
setting up those relationships, looking back at what they were like as kids, but then now, 20 years later, what are, what are, what is this group like, you know, in the modern day? So. That is a guy. So uh, are any of these create, these creations based on anyone in your life? I mean, do you, do you take any pointers from your own personal experiences growing up that, that, that we see in the book? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know that any character is based on just one person. I think the character of Tommy that you meet in the first issue, who is, again, sort of the gateway character to this universe, there's definitely some of me in that character. So, um, you know, people that know me that read the first issue, you know, will be like, oh, is this based on you? And there's definitely a little bit of that. Hey, Danny, that's you. Stop this bullshit. (laughs) I know that's you, Danny. But, uh, you know, I remember Mark Wade, who, you know, great comic book writer. I remember as a kid reading an interview with him where he talked about um, writing The Flash. And he had, you know, one of the great runs on The Flash. And he said that one of the keys to his success was uh, putting a lot of himself into the character. So, you know, I try to do that with a lot of my work. Even It's not like it's autobiographical, but you put something of yourself and your experience into it. Um, now, I definitely did not, like I just said, when I was growing up as a kid, I didn't necessarily have that like tribe of friends that, yeah. ta- you know. You didn't so have your of, Halloween team. <laughs> yeah. So it's sort of almost a fantasy of like, you know, you all wish, you know, you wish when you're a kid that you had this group of friends that like you had adventures with and oh, yeah. shared all your interests and, you know, that's for a lot of us, I was lucky. Have that, so I was. That's why I always ask because I feel yeah. I was very blessed. I had mm-hmm. that growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, the the group that actually liked the real nerdy stuff, yeah, was, was small, but within a greater group that just liked uh-huh. pop culture, but just like specific yeah. things. So we all connected because we like certain aspects of the culture, whether it was music, you know, comics, movies, etc. Uh, but you know, but there were clicks within the group. <laughs> the comic guys, the music guys, the movie guys. You know what yeah. I mean? But I was blessed. That's why yeah. I always ask this question because it was easy, easy for me to connect with these kids around here. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe in our circumstances and the availability of of the media, you know, yeah. um, newsstands and co- and actual comic shops near us. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's sort of a, a fantasy, and uh, but it's kind of a cool idea of, uh, you know, what if you had that group? So that's definitely, there's bits and pieces of people I knew, but it's not based on any one person, you know, right. so, so yeah. So what are we looking for over here? What, what, what's popping with the future of the Halloween team universe? I mean, we got the Dope um, Suit number one, right, available now. On Amazon, yeah, folks. it's available now. On, right now. Uh, if you if you one and two are out on uh, Comicology or Amazon, uh, also on Global Comics. If you use that platform, you can. Get oh, there. Global Comics rocks, mm-hmm. man! Yep. I was hanging, mm-hmm. I hung out. I had the honor of hanging out with Eric and Chris, the New York Comic Con. Great guys that really uh, are. Let me see. Care about the independent creator, and then being able to to mm-hmm. succeed. Succeed. So, Global Comics is an amazing platform. Yo, shout out. Yeah, it's great, and they really support you know indie creators and comics really well. So, really appreciate everything they're doing. Um, and it's super hard. Like, 
you know, obviously Comicology is the biggest platform that we're on in Amazon, but it's super hard to break through the algorithms there and, uh, you know, get visibility for the comics. So, you know, I'm just out there doing whatever promotion I can on social media and shows like yours. Um, so we really appreciate everyone's support because if you check out the comic, you'll see that we're really just barely scratching the surface of, um, you know, the story. And so we, we'd love to do more. You know, there's so much more story to tell here. And I think by the end, you know, you'll get a complete story out of these four issues, but you'll also have a lot of questions. And so I'd love to be able to continue to answer those questions with more issues. So, so how know, far, I need to know, how far ahead are you story-wise? Uh, we're finishing up the art on issue number three now. Um, so we're hoping to have that out um, early next year. So we'll have a little gap. Um, but we should have issues three and four out early next year. So, you know, we wanted to make sure we got out the first two issues before Halloween because uh, it's such a good thematic, you know, oh, thing and we perfect. wanted to tie it in. It's a perfect um, Halloween book for sure, man. It's, it's again, yeah. gorgeous book, folks. You have, you guys have no idea how beautiful the book is. <laughs> so we wanted to do that. Um, but yeah, you know, number two ends on a pretty big cliffhanger. So another one outside here. of number one. All I got three was number yeah. one, folks. And he goes, that had a cliffhanger that I was complaining about <laughs> on the green room. Like, how dare you leave me like this? <laughs> yeah, I gotta, two I ends get on a big cliffhanger as okay. well. Um, and three is when you really, you know, each issue, I would say, really ramps up. So one is sort of like a more quiet, almost introduction to this world. But in number two you start getting a lot more action. You get some more horror. You get demons from hell that are invading the character's old high school. Oh, uh, so you get some pretty crazy wild stuff in issue number two, for sure. Oh, damn, bro. There we go. Yeah. I- I'm digging these he- here, folks. Look, and I've been showing this the whole time. I just want to clarify. So you need to follow Danny on Twitter. So he got two joints. So it's Danny Baram, okay, <laughs> Danny D A double N Y B A R A M, and then you can also follow the book and the shenanigans that's going on there at Halloween Team Twenty Two, the number twenty two. You heard? <laughs> so that's some real talk right there. So uh, I want to uh, end the show with two things. First, a thank you as a, a comic book fan, and thank mm-hmm. you for the pleasure of allowing me to read issue number one. I'm hooked. And you, you and, and your homie Matt over here have done a wonderful fucking job with the book. Thoroughly entertaining. Put a smile on my uh, face ear to ear. I was like, yo, this feels so 80s and so fun. And, you know, yeah. you, you, you skip from the 80s into the now. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect for people of our age and, and, mm-hmm. and younger to see but yeah it's, it's if you beautiful. like stranger things buffy that kind of stuff i think you'll oh, really dude. dig this yeah you're um, right. so, so i hope people check it out and uh you know i'll give a, just one more shout out too to the artist matt schultz who's really great you know you can follow him on twitter uh or instagram as well um super talented and he's been adding so much to this comic so um and he's doing everything by the way he's doing pencils inks colors letters art uh, uh covers 
cover art. So he's doing it all. He's he's really amazing. Wow. So okay. Yeah. So before we go, homie, what type of advice do you give anyone trying to step into the game today? Yeah, I'd say you know just plan it out. Plan out what you want to do with your comic. Um, have a budget that you try and stick to because it can get expensive. And you know, the, for me, that was one of the biggest hurdles for a while was how am I going to pay an artist and how am I going to make that happen? Um, and I know people go like the Kickstarter out, stuff like that. But, you know, I decided to just put some money aside, find someone who could hopefully do the art at a reasonable rate. And we were able to make it happen. But, you know, plan out your budget, plan out your timing, um, you know, work, find an artist who's a good collaborator, if you can, um, who's not just going to be doing the art and, and never talk to you, but someone who can really help with the world building and the character design and all that. Um, and just make it happen. You know, it's not easy, but I'm really excited because, you know, with writing scripts, for example, so much of the time you write your script and it just goes out into the void. But to see, you know, my script come to life in a comic like this is so exciting and thrilling and uh, I would recommend it for anyone who is a writer because it really is rewarding to have your work out there in such a tangible format. So, you know, it's not easy, but reach out if you have any questions. I'm always happy to uh, to help if I can. All right. So, you know, I do want to even one more question then because you made me think yeah. about that. And I've mm -hmm. seen people converse about this on the socials. So when you say about budgeting, What's a fair assessment of that you should bank on the side to make your project come to fruition? What's a fair number? I think realistically, you're going to end up spending about, you know, at, at a minimum, like $70 per page of the comic. And it could get higher for sure. So um, think about that. You know, you're probably going to want to come up with the number of issues that you're going to do in advance so you know what that budget's going to be it's not really feasible, unfortunately, to do like an ongoing comic series on a small budget. So yeah. I would really think about, you know, do like a one shot, a graphic novel, a mini series um, in order to keep your budget manageable. There you go. Yeah, that's real talk, folks. This is what this is about, yeah. you know, trying to learn how to navigate the game. Because, mm -hmm. you know, homie doing it, he's up to issue two of, of a beautiful <laughs> book. I mean, right yeah. in time for Halloween, folks. So for real, yeah, I gave you the link in the show notes. I need you to click that link. You know, money well spent, trust me. But please support amazing independent creators like uh, Danny and Matt. You know, um, I, I, Danny, make sure to send me Matt stuff so I can add it to the show notes, follow the artist at, and the, that way they're aware of his handles. But right now, you can go ahead and follow Danny at Shobito, Danny Baram, and Halloween Team, the number 22, on Twitter. Show the love, show the support. I mean, don't just repost and retweet, but spend that money, baby. Make yeah. it rain on independent creators, baby. That's what we yeah. need because people like this are the future of the game. And yeah, so, and honestly, we're, you know, book. we know we're not going to, like, make a ton of money from this. It's really about getting it out there, getting buzz, you know, getting fans to check it out. So Good tell your friends, you know, share it with people. Good. And uh, give us a shout-out on social media if you like it. Yeah, Danny, if, if this could be anything other than a comic, 
you know, I'm mm-hmm. just asking it again. I know you're not thinking about that. It's not why you did the comment. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if, there, if, if the opportunity ever arose and they approach yeah. you with an opportunity to bring this to a different media format, mm-hmm. would you prefer to this to be like a live action TV show, an animated series, a film series? What would you want out of this? I think it'd be cool as a live action TV show. I mean, that's I, I like I said, I did originally write it. Uh, this idea as a TV pilot and, um, you know, first and foremost, I want to get the comic out and, uh, you know, get people to check out the comic, but it would be cool if I could at some point go back to doing it as a TV show, um, mm-hmm. as well. So that's you know, manifest, a script that exists. it's manifest. out there. It's out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get that juju going. Yeah, baby. Exactly. Somebody pick it up. Netflix, Hulu, you need these. Stop canceling shows. If you want to yeah. do new stuff, Danny ready for you. He got something new for you. This could be yeah. like an awesome seasonal thing, too. Every Halloween, mm-hmm. you got the new Halloween team series to drop. I mean, yeah, it, it sells itself, this thing. Come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, check out right? that logo. That's a pretty good logo, right? Right there. It, it is good. Did you design that? Uh, you know, I worked a lot with our artist, Matt Schultz, like he deserves the most credit, okay. but I go. definitely had some ideas. You know, like we, we actually spent like a lot of time on this logo to get it right, because it was really important, you know, to me to have a cool logo and the branding. Baby. So I mean, well. Look how nice it looks on the shirt. Look at that. Yeah. We have t-shirts too. So if you need a Halloween party uh, t-shirt, you can go on design by humans and get the Halloween team t-shirt. So you know, gotta you get got some that merch swag. out there, right? Get, get that yeah. swag, baby. Make exactly. it that you down. If you don't want to dress up, you can just wear a Halloween team. Yeah, I don't need to dress up. I'm down with a Halloween team. I'm good. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Danny, thank you so much for your time, brother. I appreciate the heart of it. I'm sure all the people that were listening and viewing, too, uh, you, you dropped some knowledge. Thank you for sharing, you know, especially that advice because that's real talk, bro. So, you know, yeah. not many people share on that level. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And with that, folks, you know what to do, right? Outro is going to give you everything. But, of course, follow the extended family, like the No Price Podcast for the Crusade, the Old Timers comic book show, you know, Toyverse, and, all, you know, K-pop, Cosmos. I got, we got everything, folks. We cover all media. It's a lot, sloppy spoilers, cinema crusade. My gosh, we do it all. But yeah. most importantly, Follow amazing creators and support amazing creators like Danny. I'm going to say this. I can't state this enough when we do these shows because creators like you are the future. You Thank you, you know, again, for being so brave and bold and sharing your stories with us as a whole. All right? So, God bless. Everybody, you know what it is. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. I'm America. With the amazing Danny Baram. Wepa, Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 